0: Well, since uh, we mentioned dinosaurs, I think this is really important to ask. And if you ever have any of those posters as a kid, where there's like the Triceratops, the T-Rex, but they have like they're mechanized and they have like lasers and shit and cannons mounted on them.
1: But it's like felt, and they're you like, get markers, oh. and you fill it in <laughs> where the felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, we had twenty of this. You ever watch Dino Riders? <laughs> yeah, it's kind
0: of like that. I think that's what he was describing.
2: Bards solving mysteries while they're out on tour.
1: We promise that you won't be bored. The Bardic Mystery Tour. Bardic Mystery Tour is a fifth edition D anD D live play about a rock and roll band that solves mysteries while they're on tour. I'm Ed. I'll be your DM.
2: I'm Emily, and I'm playing Flo Calhoun, a wood elf bard who is the singer and cellist in Antler Mayhem. She fights with a specialized cello bow has a dusty rose ion stone of protection, and rocks an antler crown.
3: Hi, my name's Brayton. I play Sammy Stoneslinger. Sammy is the best bard in the bunch. He is the drummer of the band, and he has a sweet leather jacket that has magical patches on it. We'll find out what those do as I use them, I guess. I have a switchblade short sword and an ion stone that stores spells. Hi, I'm Grundledor. I don't give a
0: Frenchman's fuck. What you know about me, what you think about me. You don't even know my real name. So also
1: this time we have a guest with us for this arc. Would you like to introduce yourself?
4: Uh yeah, hi. Um my name is Sam, but uh my character's Rhoda. Rhoda is a ranger bard. Uh I'm a tiefling. I'm from the coast. Um I was in a ska band. We're on hiatus right now. Don't um but I see. I have a longbow, a dagger, a trident, a net, and then I have this like a piccolo horn of blasting. Um, and I guess it's, it's pretty badass, but um, yeah. And uh, I play the trumpet and the trombone as well. Um, but yeah, the band's on hiatus, so I do a little bit of busking.
1: All right. Is there anything you wanted to promote?
4: Yeah. Okay, so a couple of things. My boyfriend, roommate John, Um, he's in this band called Fuck Yeah Dinosaurs. They're really great. Uh, They're a punk band. They sing songs about dinosaurs. Um, check them out on Bandcamp, Spotify. Um, Just so wherever, wherever you find music. Title. Yeah. Um, And then another thing is I help manage a Instagram account called Weekend Zach. It's a friend of ours named Zach who is a professional engineer, but on the weekends he's a fake model, but a very worldly.
1: I don't think he's fake.
4: So if you, yeah, he's available for events. Um, So it's at Weekend Zach, Z-A-C-H, none of that K bullshit.
1: And I'm Jimmy Piss the Pelican. Who is Rhoda's animal companion. Yes. Okay. All right. You guys find yourselves on the road again with your band manager and lifelong friend, Dark Fidget, riding in your stagecoach slash van. And uh, he's like, hey, guys. So this restaurant here on the side of the road said it's going to be the last stop before uh, the the city we're headed to. If you want want to stop in here, grab some... uh, lunch before we head into the town yeah that sounds like a good idea dirk what's the name of this town we're going to oh we're going to a town called Ippy. it's a uh it's the dwarven gate town it's a uh the entrance to the dwarven kingdom it's the last last dwarven defense against allergies yeah but like i don't think that it's like as much defending as like is this a subterranean community? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I believe it's a, like, in the mountain kind of oh,
0: thing. We all, we know the best treasures are kept underground.
2: Yeah.
1: So I didn't think you were going to ask me about the town we are going to. I thought you were going to ask me about the restaurant we're about to stop
3: at. Oh, yeah. What kind of cuisine do they serve at this restaurant?
1: I don't know. But there was a sign on the side of the road, and it said, like, last food stop for, you know,
3: till Ippy. So Two, two hours?
1: Yeah, I don't know. how. I don't know.
2: If he's five minutes away. Look,
1: look, Sammy, I saw that you hadn't had a beer in a couple of hours. And I, I do figured,
3: appreciate
0: it. Yeah. All
1: right, so I figure we should stop here real quick. Do you think that we'll find a lot of hair in our food at dwarven restaurants? I don't think this is a dwarven restaurant because we're still outside of the dwarven country
3: side. Interesting deflection. I'd say yes. Okay. <laughs>
2: this is the last curlies, chance of-
1: A lot of curlies hair, in your-
2: uh, Hair-free food. In your fries.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's the curliest
1: fry. Uh- so anyway, he uh, pulls them short and curly's. He pulls the uh, van up to the outside of this tavern, this roadside tavern, mm-hmm. and uh, he gets out and he's like, "All right, uh, I'm gonna head in there. You dudes want to come in?
2: Yeah, I'm coming.
1: Can we lock up the van or something? Yeah, he just pulls the fog. He's like,
2: beep beep. All right, I head in.
1: All right, you go in, and there is a guy that greets you when you walk in. He goes like, "Hey guys, my name is Curly." And uh, <laughs> he's pretty short.
0: He's pretty short. He's short and curly. How's it going?
1: He's like, all right. He's like, you guys grabbing some food from the tavern. I assume you're not spending the night because it's like before noon still.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We never spend the night anywhere. It's sweet.
1: And uh, you look around the tavern. There's nobody else in there except for one person who you seem to recognize from a Battle of the bit, Not a Battle of the a, uh From an open mic you guys played with a long time ago. Your old acquaintance, Rhoda, is that how you say it? Rhoda. Rhoda. With an H. Sitting there, having some food, feeding her pelican, I guess.
4: He's also sitting at the bar, right? See there? Yeah. Okay, I'm just asking. I don't know.
1: There was a sign on the door that said, no pets, but you didn't care, so you just- yeah. I'm right. not a pet. I uh, like beer. Companion.
3: Uh, we're like, hey, Rhoda, what's up?
4: Oh, hey. I didn't expect to see you. What are you doing in town? Uh, it's- it's- going just busking?
3: What was your what was your band called? Uh
4: the Dungeon Gangsters.
3: I didn't know the Dungeon Gangsters were touring through town.
4: You know uh, about that. We're we're on hiatus. Uh, yeah. uh like the Eagles. Just for just for a bit. I I'm sure you'll get back together soon. Yeah our, our drummer's been real flaky, you know. You know how drummers are. Oh, oh hey, uh, hey, uh, Sam. I know right? I know exactly what you're talking uh, about.
0: Yeah, our our drummer has dandruff too. All right, let's get some beers. All right,
1: Curly's like, "You guys all want the uh the Curly special?" <laughs>
2: Tell me about what that I is. I guess so.
1: It's uh, a bunch of curly fries, we pour uh cheese sauce on there and some uh hot dog slices and some Peruvian hot sauce. I'm in.
3: I prefer the Parisian hot sauce. Nope. Parisian
1: hot sauce is like ketchup, it's like mustard. It's like ketchup without the sauce.
3: All right, we don't, we eat all of that, or I do.
2: Yeah, I I help eat that. All right, yeah, I drink a beer as I finish my plate. I
3: you see me pull a couple things out of my teeth.
1: So you guys are gonna head on on your way again?
3: Oh yeah, I thought something might happen.
1: Yeah, you're like, what brings you to town? She's like, uh, to this roadside tavern with no town.
3: All right, Rhoda, it was great to see you.
4: Good luck busking.
2: Now her, we're heading to Ippy if. Uh you wanna come with I, us? I, I heard that's ride.
4: that's just that's just five minutes away, right? Yeah. It's,
1: oh. just... it's a little oh, farther yeah. than five minutes away.
4: You should come with us. That sounds great.
1: Derek's like, I bet it's better to busk an Ippy than this tavern.
4: Can my pelican come? They
1: have better beer in Ippy, right?
4: Can we understand him? Does your pelican uh,
1: talk? Oh uh, shoot. I'm pretty sure it doesn't talk. I'm gonna go
3: renew Rhoda's parking meter then. Thanks, dude. Oh, you should have given her a magic item that gives her speak with animals. I should have given her, like, a hat, a
1: pelican-sized hat that can make you speak common. Yeah.
2: What if you give
4: that to the pelican right now?
0: Look at this crazy hat on the floor. Let's put it on the pelican and see what happens. Can you give
4: him some, like, checkered suspenders or something? Something real ska. There you go. Yeah. Some Vans. Some Vans. Yeah, some checkered Vans. He's
1: wearing Vans. He's got checkered (laughs) suspenders and a pork pie hat of speak common. For real, though? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh hey guys. I just figured I learned how to talk. I thought you understood me the whole time. Did you try the curly special?
4: Was that all that plate of pigeons you were eating? No. No. Oh. That's the
3: curly fries with the cheese.
4: Alright, let's go. We're yeah. getting and the in the face. Hot hot can I come can
1: I yeah. come with you guys? Yeah. yeah. Can I get a beer for the road?
3: Yeah. Just order it. Thanks, Curly. Now.
1: But you have like animal intelligence, right? It's like three. Yeah, I just eat and shit. That's all I do too. Jimmy so Piss. Maybe I have animal intelligence. All right. So, What's anyway, the name of this
2: place we're going to,
1: Ippie, Ippie, Ippie Skippy. It's spelled I P I I. It is
2: <laughs>
4: definitely not what Wouldn't I it is. Wouldn't it be down? called if I, like if we're following Latin? Uh, yeah, well, you
1: don't follow dwarves, don't speak Latin. <laughs> turns out, right.
2: oh, is this a dwarven word? Does it mean something? Do I know? Should I roll to you find speak out? Dwarven? No,
1: well, then you don't know,
2: but I have dark vision, so does that help? Yeah, no,
1: but uh, anyway, you uh, get back in the van. And drive like two hours or so until you feel the uh what? Nothing. Five minutes. You said I don't say five minutes.
4: I said that. I think I think we missed it. I would have. Guys, peed. let's go back.
1: They don't. You don't have like a last stop before then. You're actually part of Ippy. Like if you're five no, but minutes, if you
2: say last stop before Ippy and they can't see Ippy, then everyone stops there because they think it's really far away.
1: That is true. Yeah, but it was actually far away. I mean, it wasn't like that far away. Two hours. Two hours in a stagecoach, though. I mean, hear me out. It's not like it has like hydraulic suspension. This thing's kind of rough to ride in.
2: What is our horse's name?
3: Hydraulic. And suspension. <laughs> we have two horses? Probably. <laughs> you, Dude, guys are, killing you guys are have tons of equipment. Oh, we're a major band, by the way.
2: Oh.
4: Yeah, it, no minor yeah, songs. Our van
0: has two horsepower.
4: If we drove too far past Ippy, would you say we miss? Mississippi. <laughs>
1: or if you're from Ippi and then you leave and you're homesick, then you misses. Yeah. Every year they have a Mississippi competition. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. We got <laughs> During the We got parade.
4: It. Is that today? Yeah. Is that why I'm going to? You
1: think there's a parade because that's why you're I'm stopped going. in the middle of the street and there's a huge line of travelers in front of you and I don't know, you guys are all sitting in the back, right? So, like, you feel yeah. the yeah. stagecoach come to a halt in the middle of the road. Hey, Dirk, what's going on? Oh, uh, there's a big old line out here. For what? Well, are getting into Ippy, probably. You're a font of information. Well, you want to look at it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you get out of the uh, of the van. In front of you down the road is just an enormous cliff face. It looks like the road just kind of, you can't imagine where the road would be going, but, uh. Into the cliff face is carved these enormous, like, 120-foot-tall statues. I guess they're not statues because they're carved into the cliff face. But these, like, sculptures of these two dwarves with very... Ornate beards with like things woven into them, and helmets. Uh, one is holding a enormous axe, and one has this weird looking double hammer, uh, kind of weapon that you maybe have never seen before or anyone use. Double hammer, like it's like I mean, it's an axe. It's like X? a staff. No, like it has a hammer head on both sides.
2: Is it like that no. American it's like, gladiator it's like thing?
0: Darth Maul. It's kind of like maul's that. Maul's no, because mauls
3: are hammers. More yeah. like the American gla- Darth. Oh. All right, I get it. No, but for serious, it's like if you took two hammers and then took the far end from the hammer part and you welded those together at a 90 degree angle. A bow staff. No, no. With hammers on each
2: end. It's like a Q-tip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: American Gladiators.
2: I said that. You
1: guys rec- recognize it from uh, your favorite childhood TV show, Dwarven Gladiators? It's like that thing from American Gladiators. No, nothing like that. Wait, you mean it's like
0: the thing from American Gladiators? Yes. Pommel horse. I need
1: a beer go get one I'm I'm stuck in the van Oh wait the pelican
3: you, you need a beer Already? You, you guys are just
1: arguing about this stupid rock You had it 2 hours ago like Yeah uh, All right so that's it, super all finished. Right. I'm tired right. bus Go fly get a if beer If you still have a beer from 2 hours ago you need a new beer
0: like, you need to start storing beer in that big waddle you have and just slowly just suck it down Yeah is that, yeah. that that's called a waddle right.
1: Bottom bill. But uh, these two enormous Throat carvings cup. in the stone stand side by side on either side of the road. Mm-hmm. How big did I say they were? Like 120 feet. Yes. They're like big O.
2: Especially for dwarves.
0: Overcompensating for something.
2: Their shortness.
3: What's up? What do we... We don't know what we're waiting for?
1: Yeah, yeah. So there's like a line in the road and it's moving really slowly.
2: Is it all carts and wagons? And there's stuff? a bunch
1: of like foot travelers too. So I if mean,
2: we run up to the front it's not going to help us? No, no. All
0: right. Um,
1: it moves. It moves slowly, but uh, eventually you get up to can there. We and just kill
0: them. All of them. That's what I do at Seven Eleven. Sounds like
3: a lot of work. You kill people at Seven Eleven. If the line is long. My. Hey Rhoda, hey. can you send your pelican up to look and see what's going on? Yo, just have him poop on him.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, yo, Jimmy, piss. Hey. Hey. Um. Yeah. There's a there's a thing over there. It's big. Go go check it out. Okay. I'll get your beer. Hold
1: my beer. Okay, I, I found another one in the back. It's it's warm, but just
4: take it with a you. lot just of beers take it are warm. I mean, take it with
1: refrigeration's you. not like <laughs> go, go. not every tavern can afford a you know cold a, and cold innate spell an ice box.
4: Yeah.
1: Um. All right. So you fly up. There's just a bunch of people in line, and at the end, there's like a like booth on the side of the road, and there's like a dwarf in it. There's a booth on either side, and they're both like talking to people. They're all showing them paperwork and then they like stamp it and then like go. But every time like a dwarf comes up, they're like, oh, ah yeah, yeah. And they're like, ah oh, yeah. And they just give them the uh the wink and nod and they just walk in. Every like human or elf or half orcs and tieflings or dragonborn. And then every once in a while, uh, they turn someone away. He like gives them the thing and he like looks at it and he's like, Ah oh, nah. And like that guy like looks real sad or like screams at him a little bit, or like some dude with a big axe is like, hey. And then he just like takes his paperwork and walks the other way. He's like, "Oh, I feel dumb now." Okay, I'm gonna fly back. Hey guys, they uh, they're looking for paperwork. They're being pretty selective.
3: I don't know what we're gonna do here.
1: <laughs> uh, Dirk's like, "Oh no, don't worry. I uh, I took care of all the well, I took care of all our paperwork. I hope you guys uh, you know." We'll see. We'll see what they say about you guys, I guess. But uh That's
2: okay. I can cast invisibility
4: on you or something. I don't have paperwork. I'm trying to be off the grid.
1: Well, the paperwork's not very sophisticated, so this one just says like Antler Mayhem Rock Band. So like maybe yeah. we just Claim that they're members of the band
4: or roadies or something. I could hide her in I'm my selling mouth.
1: Selling merch. Oh, Rhoda the roadie. I get it. Road. Road. Roadie. She could crawl in my mouth. How much can a pelican hold in its. I mean, do you thing? want
3: to know an answer from the internet or do you want us to make one up for you? I want you to make one up. I'd say about At least a, six beers.
4: Like a body. I was going to say, like a person and like a case of beer.
3: Wow. That's a big oh, discrepancy. Yeah.
4: Two halflings, because he's he's big. I don't, you know.
3: Two halflings? a holing. But well, he's a regular sized pelican,
4: right? I was yeah. thinking he was big. He was no, like no, he's a regular sized size pelican. He's just like a oh. pelican.
2: He can carry like your trumpet. Yeah,
4: that's smart. Um, in the case, maybe like a six pack then. Yeah, like a sixer. Yeah. yeah, and some like vape pens. Can
3: we just wait? Let's just wait in line and then give him our papers and get through. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you're in line for like hours.
2: Did you make tinker ah. toys during that time?
3: Yeah. I'll tell you what they are later. Subtract 30 gold from the funds. Okay. You got to tell me what they are before you make them, you know. Fine. I made a pony. 3 tinker toys. A pony. One is a little snare hours? drum. A pony. In 3 hours. How many hours we a got? A pony. Oh, two. 2 I made two tinker toys. The first one's a little snare drum with arms and legs. It's holding drum beaters and hitting itself on the top of the head. <laughs> And then the other one is... Um, a pony. A pony. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Did you name it Epona? <laughs> for the first hour that I was making one, Grendeldoor was like, make a pony, make a, make a <sighs> pony, make a pony. It's
1: a pony with two arms that beats itself on the head with drumsticks.
3: <laughs> it's a pony, but it just, um, its eyes turn into crosses and its tongue comes out like it's dying because
0: I hate <laughs> Grendeldoor. That reminds me of the pony I got for my sweet 16th. Because you killed it, yeah was, I just wasn't waiting to, in line, I just wanted love. to give it a hug, and uh, I loved it and squeezed it, and I called it George, okay, so
1: uh, yeah, you're in line for a while, and then you get up to uh the inspector Dirk uh gives him a bunch of paperwork. oh, should we have hidden Rhoda? uh did you guys just all go back in the van? yeah, yeah, okay, so you hear like uh Dirk and some someone in a gruffy dwarven voice arguing a little bit the uh door to the van opens up and this dwarf sticks his head in and he looks around and he goes, Ah Does anyone speak Dwarven?
2: No, but I have the spelled tongues.
3: I mean it seems like kind of a waste whenever Crandledor <laughs> has comprehend language. But and, I'm, uh, he's not gonna do it. So do it's, I? It's, uh,
2: yeah. You well, can't read something something comprehend languages is how that song goes. Linguistic
3: advantages.
0: <laughs> right. I well should I I should cast that then. If you could read your character sheet, you would know. I'm casting it. Not sure how it works. It's been a while. I may not report with comprehensive languages. I don't know what it means with linguistic advantages.
1: Look, you just understand every language, that's all. Only me? Yes. Yeah, just you. you have to tell us things. Okay, good. Well he uh he just looks in
0: and he's mumbling the counting. He's like one, two, three, four. Okay.
2: And
1: then- he's-,
0: he's counting uh How many of us there are, because he says he's uh, trying to prepare a banquet for the king. Apparently, we're, I think we're the main course.
3: Wait, is that true?
1: The dwarf says in common. No, that's not true. (laughs) I'm just mumbling to myself. Why are you talking? Why why would you say weird things to these people? Guys are strange.
0: Wait, you could understand what I'm
1: thinking? Yes, I speak common. What?
0: (laughs) Are you reading my lips? No, I'm reading. You're talking to your friends, and I can hear you. I thought dwarves are deaf, and they just have really good eyesight.
2: Stop it. Don't offend him, I whisper.
1: All right, he uh, closes the door, and you hear more grumbling. see all the curlies in his ear. Yeah, yeah. he's got a bunch of hairs coming out of his ears. Uh, The door opens again, and uh, he says to you in common, All right, well, we don't normally... He's like, you guys have a half-orc and a tiefling, so I'm assigning this guy. This is Boar. He's going to be your liaison. He's going to travel with you, so you guys don't do any suspicious, weird stuff while you're in the uh, Dwarven lands. What's harder to spell, Boar or liaison? Trick question, because Ed spelled Boar. You ready? B o h r. No, it's just B-O with a long line over it, R. That's Boar. Bo- no. That's Boar. It's, it's, it's Dwarven, and it's Boar. His last name is Dam. D A A M. But the way I have uh, it written boredom. Is the two A's are capital A's. I don't think I I assume that the R in Boar is capital A's. It has also. to be just like a handwriting thing though. The what? Uh, all right, Boar. Uh, we're trying to play a show. Yeah, yeah. So he's like an armored dwarf with like a big old axe and he climbs up in the van with you. But there's not really anywhere to sit, so he like looks around and goes like and then just like sits on the ground in the middle. Does he so, stay common? Uh, boredom, what do you do for fun? Kill orcs, what do you do for fun? Kill dwarves. That doesn't sound possible. We'll we'll find out later. With your weak musician hands and your ill-informed brain power. Well,
0: I don't need strength or power because I'm probably just going to poison you. Huh, can't poison a dwarf? I got fortitude for days.
2: What kind of weapons does he have?
0: Just that
3: axe.
1: It's like this jewel-encrusted golden...
3: Oh, ceremonial weapon? It's not a real weapon.
1: No, it's strong AF. It's probably not actually jewel-encrusted. It is like super high craftsmanship. You probably haven't seen as ornate a weapon possibly ever in your life. Can't wait to kill this guy and steal the 7-4. gems out of it. Except for the giant carved statue weapons you saw, because they were even more we should get
3: those before we leave town. Yeah, probably.
1: They're really big. Are they gem-encrusted? No,
3: they're just stone. uh, Gems are stones. Like, you're not that close to them. Maybe there's a bunch of little ones. I'm not very
0: close to them at all. I'll have to shatter them later. Let's destroy their monuments. Let's get
3: to our venue, get set up, play our show, and move on to the next town.
0: The problem with dwarves... In their towns, it's that they're underground, and it's really hard to burn down a cave.
3: Not a problem I've ever thought of before.
4: So is Bored, um, is he is he coming to the show?
1: Yeah, he has to be with you the whole time you're in town.
4: Oh, man. Is he on the list?
1: Oh, he's got to pay,
2: yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Is thats is that axe, an axe guitar, or is it
2: just an axe? Like
1: Just an axe.
2: Hey, bore. Yeah? Do you play any instruments or have any musical skills?
1: No, music is dumb.
2: All right. So, you're going to have a lot of fun at our show then? Every time
1: you musical acts come to town, which is on the reg because we got that venue, it's always problems.
2: If dwarves don't like music, why do you have a venue?
1: More than just dwarves live in the dwarven lands. Oh, okay.
3: Wait, some dwarves like music, right? Yeah. The like dumb the good ones. ones. All right, let's roll.
1: Anyway, the rest of the process goes apparently smoothly enough because Derek doesn't come back to talk to you about it. You guys stay inside the whole time?
3: You know what? We don't want to go out and be friends with Dirk, because he sucks. But I will cast my new spell that I just got, Clairvoyance, beside Dirk, so that I can see what's going on outside.
2: You could just stick your head out.
3: No, I don't want Dirk to know. Give me the rundown on what Clairvoyance does. It creates an invisible orb. See, the thing is, it only lasts 10 minutes, and it's a third-level spell, so I can't do it too much. But um, then I can either choose to hear or see what the orb can hear or see
1: it's gonna sit up with Dirk mm-hmm it's sitting shotgun yeah okay. but I'm
3: only gonna do it whenever it seems like something's going to happen okay well like if we're moving I yeah the stage trip starts moving. I sing a song when I just can't see an invisible eyes
1: There are these enormous doors that are probably the biggest doors you've ever seen. I don't know if the Pelican mentioned that. No. Very large doors. And uh, you pull into this cave entrance i guess it's like extremely large and it's like wider than a normal city street it has like giant vaulted ceilings or whatever full of ornate carvings and uh there aren't like buildings cuz you're in this wall but there are like shops and things that are like carved into the wall that all have like extremely ornate carvings for their uh entrances very masterful stonework you pass one shop that is called McGrin's Fine Forged Weaponry. It has very ornate axes and hammers and swords and spears carved above it. There's one that uh, has a little less carving involved because there's a lot of things draped, fabrics draped and things like that. And it says
3: Fine Woven Fabrics.
4: Can we go there? That's the
3: name of the stop. Yeah, you want to go there? Yeah, I want to go there. All right. I mean, can we... All right, like, we'll just meet you at the venue. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we should, I don't know, Dirk, how much time do we have to set up? Uh, not very much. We actually,
1: we don't have uh, our, like, uh, pass to be in the Dwarven Lands isn't very long, so we got to kind of play our show and then uh, ski-daddle, so. Uh, maybe we can get set up and then What time come is back. it? Or you can
3: stop there and meet it's us. It's okay. okay.
1: What time is it? It's like 3 p.m. at this point. When are doors? 4 p.m. It's an early show. It's an early show.
2: Yeah, but it's always dark in here, I guess, uh, so they don't know what time it is. Maybe. What
1: shows are like? Seven. It is an early show. On punk four time. Four o'clock
3: doors and music starts at seven.
1: <laughs> what sounds about right?
3: You mean four o'clock? He said sound what time check. is it's it? like really it's, punk I said time. it's like four o'clock. <laughs> you said it's three. no. You said it's three o'clock. And then he said what time are doors? And you said four.
1: No, I didn't hear anything about doors. doors for
4: band seven. I didn't
1: hear anything about doors. I said it's like three. It's like four o'clock. Oh, okay. so doors are like seven. So go load in sound check, and then
3: you got like three hours to kill. Yeah, it'll be fine. We'll come back. I'm just the reasonable pissed pelican. Yeah, you're awfully smart for a dumb pelican. <laughs> He's got a lot of experience
1: in rock and roll shows for I've seen Roto a lot of times.
3: He's very punk. I'm so punk. And then I, I poop a little. But like in a checkerboard pattern. <laughs> Go load in.
1: All right. So you continue down. There's also there's another place called the Merck Vault and Treasury, and there's a place called Arts Appraisal. And then you come to this like tea. It continues down, like, as far as you can see. There's more shops and stuff, but you guys make a left, and uh, the guy, well, I guess the guy was hanging out with Dirk. I guess I said he was sitting in the carriage, whatever. But Dirk pulls up somewhere, and he stops. He's like, all right, guys, we're here. This is the Dark Rock Shrine. You guys want to start getting this stuff in there? We're not very long before the show, so.
3: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get it loaded in right away. And then the that dwarf boar.
1: Just uh, stands between the van and the, the doors and uh, watches you guys. And Dirk starts grabbing some uh, gear. All right, on our first trip, I carry
3: one drumstick.
1: So the doors open up, and there's a dwarf that comes out. It's got, like, a uh, pink mohawk. And he's like, what's up, dudes? Oh, hey, man. He's like, hey, you guys, the other man." Yeah.
2: You
3: know it.
1: He's you like, know awesome, it. awesome. I'm so excited for this
3: show. Yeah, if you have a problem in town, we'll solve it. Check out my Oklahoma DJ revolves it.
2: For Antler Mayhem, this is our anthem. If there's a monster in town, we'll slay them. Then we'll play a show in celebration. So something about payments. Ready your payments. Ready your payments for Antler Mayhem.
1: Yes. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, man, I uh I run the venue and I do uh the sound and stuff, so Ah oh, sick. Dirk starts carrying stuff onto the stage. Thanks, Dirk. Then Dirk carries more stuff onto the stage. Good work, Dirk. And then Dirk carries more stuff
3: onto
2: the stage. Yeah, we should really get him a backpack so we can do it all in one trip.
3: Or like a hand truck or something.
2: All right.
1: So anyway,
3: after everything, I in, like watching him. Uh, I spit suffer. the snare
4: on
1: the stage out of my my throat. <laughs> I carried the snare drum. That's it.
4: I guess I set up the merch right. Oh, what's the bill look like? Can our
3: can our friend Rhoda play? Oh yeah. Or we can yeah. just bring her up for like a special song, you know.
1: Yeah, man, whatever. It's your show. My band's on hiatus.
2: You could play with us. Yeah.
3: What are they
4: called again? Uh, Dungeon Gangsters.
1: They broke up. Find
4: us on band camp.
1: They didn't break up. They're on hiatus, they bro. They broke up. They're not getting We're back together. Where's the bar
3: here? Is Why a bar are you in here? spitting hurtful truths all the time? Just the reasonable piss pelican. Jimmy Piss. All right, sick. We all get some road beers.
2: Yeah, is there a bar?
1: There's a bar in the venue. Okay. Okay. I'm is it the, open? I mean, it's not like the venue's not open, but there's like the
3: bar dudes like cleaning up and getting ready to open do a show. Do we have time to go check out that cloth place? Fine woven fabric.
1: Uh, sure. So the venue dude with the ping mock is like, uh,
3: did he tell us his name?
1: No, he's like, oh, my, Rarm. He's like, you guys want to do your sound check real quick and then, uh,
3: Heck yeah, we want to do a sound check. Yeah, buddy. Is it all set up already? Or is yeah, Dirk-, Dirk got everything set up by all himself. Right. I was worried he was fucking around and it no. took him like 20 minutes. 20 minutes is pretty good. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, that's up sh- short. He pounded that out, man.
2: Does this place have, uh, I don't know, it's like carved out and so it sounds really loud even. Oh yeah,
1: I was going to ask how the acoustics were. Well, you didn't do a sound check yet.
2: Let's do a sound check.
1: I hear the sound check. You go to play your music.
2: What One, two, three, four. Suddenly,
3: everything goes completely silent. You keep playing. So, something you don't know is if you're doing a sound check and everything goes completely silent, you just keep making noise because the sound engineer is probably doing something.
1: Yeah, yeah, but hear me out. Not like the- Or he's
3: deaf because of all the short and curlies in
2: his
0: ears.
1: So, not like the uh, PA and the amplifiers, but like you're literally like hitting your snare drum and it's completely silent. Oh.
2: Like someone's cast some sort of spell on us?
3: Maybe. Can I roll a, some sort of check to know if it's magical effect or what it is? Yeah,
1: roll. You got like an arcane check, right? Yeah. 13. Me too. Sure. Do you, you want to know? 20. Okay. You're pretty convinced it's some sort of magical spell. Okay. And uh, you look over and he's on the soundboard. But then when he tries to talk and he realizes that he can't hear himself talk, he uh, starts making some frantic gestures
4: like at us
2: or just in general
3: just in general you mean like middle fingers or what kind all of kinds of, of gestures
0: so um, like
4: question though like can we talk to each other or is it just the instruments aren't making
0: noises i mean you haven't tried to say anything yet oh, have you? can we still breathe i try to breathe do i succeed uh you want to roll a breathe check <laughs> i rolled it i rolled a 12 <laughs> Grendeldor managed to remember how to breathe and did, in fact, breathe properly. Okay. In my head, my head cannon. I know that even though we can't hear things, it's not because of lack of atmosphere, which is comforting. That is comforting.
3: I'm going to mouth at Grendeldor without making any noise. Like, oh my God, I lost my hearing. 22, deception.
1: All right. It looks like Sammy's trying to say something to you, but there's no sound coming out. I tried to read his lips. It looks like... You gotta roll...
0: You have no idea. It looks like he's telling me I want to vacuum. But it comes across as something completely different when I can't hear anything.
2: I say, hey, Grandelor, I want to vacuum.
0: Okay, you say that, but uh, no
1: no sound. You're an elf. (laughs) Hear me out. You say that, but no sound comes out.
2: So he's disgusted with me. Perfect. I investigate. I look around to see if anything looks unusual. Okay. 16.
1: Everything looks normal. Okay, I just look at Dirk like, what the fuck? Uh, Dirk's just like playing on his smartphone. I throw a drumstick at him. He looks at you and he goes like... I'm like, what the fuck? And then uh, he says something, but uh, clearly no sound comes out. And then it hits him that there's no sound coming out. And he seems disturbed by this.
2: I walk outside of the venue to see if it's outside of the venue as well as inside.
1: Okay, you go outside and there's no sound outside. And everyone's running around in a panic. So It seems like it's going to be a
0: problem. I, we can't talk. This is a perfect time to commit crimes. Because <laughs> Grundledor knows that even if they see him commit the act, no one can even say anything. He can literally get away with murder right now.
3: I don't know. I, so I
0: can't agree or disagree. You know what I mean? Well, this is what it's like in the mind of Grundledor.
2: I have a dumb question. Am I able to cast any spells that have a vocal... Thing, like, I was gonna ask that too because I, I could cast message. It's a
4: cantrip, it's not gonna hurt anything if I try. Yeah, I have thaumaturgy, thaumaturgy,
2: Thaum,
1: one of those two. Thaum. What is
4: that? Uh, it is, it's a spell. So, it's, uh, it's a cantrip. My, my voice booms up to three times as loud as normal for one minute, and stuff happens flames, my eyes change, and like Whoa. some cool shit happens. Neat, yeah. Can, so, I, do,
2: can I
0: do that? Um. Better watch out when you're performing. Do you want to uh, roll
1: and you don't pull arcane a great check white.
3: to see if you know how this spell works? I thought that that's what I did already. And I no, got you check to see
1: if there was a spell.
3: All right, this time I got thirty-four.
1: All right, so you guys, you guys are fairly that's familiar not, that's, with. That's, wait,
3: wait, wait. That's all right. I got a twenty-four. You're just making numbers up over there.
2: Yeah, but if there's a dice, a sound of a die rolling, like you could just fifty-six. Wow.
3: <laughs> Don't give away all our secrets to the listener.
2: Hundred. Uh, Hundred. <laughs> okay, sorry.
1: You understand that magical silence means that you cannot cast
3: any spells that have verbal components. Okay. I get out a piece of paper and I explain this to everybody with Grendel Dore.
2: He's trying to figure it out. Everything is verbal.
3: Do I think that, Yeah, because we're bards. Everything is verbal. Yeah, you're bards. You sing songs I
2: know. Spells. I just thought that maybe... That was just for fun.
3: Do I know if there's a radius on this thing or expect there to be? Do I expect that if we travel far enough, we'll be able to be outside of the spells effect? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to start traveling. Except for the amount
1: of travel you've done. Are you outside the venue right now? Yeah. I the think amount of travel you've already
3: done. Should be outside. You
0: should have probably left the silence by now.
3: Does Boar seem concerned?
0: How about we all just be quiet yeah. for the next three hours? And then break the silence and be like, "Mystery solved." Oh yeah, this is a podcast.
2: Who's that composer? That- John Cage. I was gonna say, okay. yeah, he
1: composed yeah. a song that was we just silence.
4: Yeah, yeah, I had that song, I had that song. In four yeah.
2: four three. minute, three four twenty four three four eleven. three eleven. <laughs> just <laughs> just <laughs> call, 311. 311.
0: <laughs> we can leave this episode completely in the minds and the imagination of our listeners. <laughs> They'll fill in the gaps, assume that we solve the crime the because number? we always do.
4: I think it's like four and minutes and 56 12. seconds. Yeah, yeah four yeah, minutes. Yeah, some numbers. Is that like that
1: movie when they he just filmed like that skyscraper for like six hours or whatever? The Pelican knows it's uh, 4.33. 4.33. Yeah.
2: So we'll just sit here for four minutes and 33 seconds in honor of John Cage. Right,
1: or three
4: minutes in. and a lot.
1: I'll, ed- I'll just edit it in four minutes of silence. Well.
2: No, no, no. The music is the weird little sounds and coughs that the audience makes. That's oh. what the music is. So the, the conductor goes up and holds up their arms and brings in the orchestra who just sits there and the audience. So you could stirs. be that
0: dude in the audience who's like, <laughs> and you just like take over.
2: Yeah. All right. Sorry. I came
1: here to watch an orchestra. By God, I'm
3: going to hear an orchestra. Are you
1: playing? Did you find one? Four minutes of silence on your phone.
3: This is a timer, but I thought it made timer noises. No, that's a bomb. I don't really want to do this bit.
2: Okay, cool. Next. Yeah,
1: Boar is Uh, he's looking... Uh, Bored. No, he's looking very alert, and he's in a very readied stance, but he's staying by the venue.
3: All right, I write on my paper to Boar. Can you read? Uh, He gives you a thumbs up. We're willing to help you. We want to make our show happen. Let's solve this thing. Who should we go see first? The captain? He shrugs. Boar, you're not very helpful.
2: I make a perception check outside the venue looking for anyone who doesn't look freaked
4: out.
1: Yeah, roll a perception check. You, nope. You don't notice anyone not freaking out. Can I
4: do that too? Yeah. I got a two. <laughs> Save these. What the?
0: I'm going to do the same thing. I was going to say, if you roll a two, I'm sure. That
4: gonna, is a two. It's
2: a um, one and a one.
0: Two ones equals two. Jimmy Piss is still sitting at the bar at the venue because you
1: can still drink in silence. Yeah, the bartender was just like mm, started pouring himself. <laughs> we do a shot. They mostly serve
0: mead, yeah. I sip the shot slowly. Well, I'm gonna wander off to that uh, vault in Treasury while everybody's uh, busy being quiet. Yeah, so no one noticed any. Because if there's no sound, it means my stealth is on point. What? No,
1: everyone's running around in a panic,
3: and like that's what I'm saying. No one noticed anybody who wasn't in a panic. No. Okay, you just like didn't say anything.
1: Oh no, so you didn't see anybody.
3: Yeah, I'm just gonna follow Grendel door.
0: Yeah, let's do some looting.
1: Okay. Uh you go to the the Merc Vault and Treasury. All the windows have like things that have come down and covered them. There's bars
0: on the windows.
1: There are bars on the windows, but there are always bars on the windows.
2: Is it more like a metal thing to stop the windows from even being looked through? Yeah. It's like a gate. So like a solid metal gate. metal gate. It's Closed. like a stone
3: slab. Oh.
0: Like a- Can I enter through the door? Uh, The door seems locked.
4: Wait, are you trying to do crimes?
0: Always. And I'm thinking about how Sammy could
3: totally use knock and nobody would hear it. I was looking at that right now. It's a verbal component, so I can't do it. You can't even do it.
2: Yeah, none of my spells.
3: The only spell I can cast that doesn't have a verbal component is Thunderclap. Are you serious? (laughs) And Minor Illusion. Although Thunderclap, I feel like it shouldn't do damage. No. Yeah. I'm gonna try
4: to
0: cast Unseen Servant onto the other side of the door.
3: Does it have a
1: verbal component? Yes. You cannot cast Unseen Servant.
4: I can cast Fog Cloud.
1: No, no. no. Think about the upside. No one's going to hear you bash the door in. That's true,
0: but they can see me.
2: Fog Cloud. I don't know. Um, I'm going to walk down to the next building and see if that door has also been closed. If people are just freaking out and closing all the doors and closing up shop. Or yeah. if it's just this one,
0: I'll just continue down the lane until someone is susceptible uh, to burglary. So the other
1: one on the same side of the street is the Fine Forged Weaponry McGrin's Fine Forged Weaponry. There's a dwarf standing outside that has like a very thick beard with a uh, multiple strands, and uh, you mean like dreads, like braided? Yeah, it's like braided. He hasn't like combed like his three beard different braids. in years. I like that. They're wearing a helmet and armor.
2: Outside of it? The store?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: He looks like he might be the shop owner.
1: But yeah, but they're like waving at you like they want you to like shop there. And they're like talking, but then they like remember, they look like that guy at uh...
2: Okay, I wave to the guy. Is it a guy? I don't know. I wave to the dwarf. Is it so, a dwarf?
1: How good are you at discerning dwarven?
2: Yeah, I'm not. Sexes? I don't know. I don't know. It's a lady dwarf. Okay, I wave to her. Okay. And I point to the beard. Give like a thumbs up because I'm
4: into those braids.
1: She gives you a thumbs up
4: hey hey guys i'm uh I'm gonna go find an alley to go take a whiz and i'll meet I'll meet back up with you Well, we can't hear you so. I looked at you and you like
2: pointed to the like the whiz gesture,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like uh That's some true. some drink, I did like a little drink yeah. motion and then like a- not jerking off, but you know like a <laughs> throwing a whiz a and then i and I pointed behind me.
3: everybody knows yeah. this symbol you take your hand with your thumb up, it's like a fist <laughs> and then you go like this, and you shake it yeah. straight down as if. Like if you were holding a stick and you were hitting it down onto something, like drumming. Like drumming, it's like that, and that means. But you do that in front of your crotch, and that means I'm gonna whiz. For real, knows that.
2: Yeah, I thought this T first in sign language, twisted or shaken, meant toilet. No, oh, maybe turtle. in sign
3: language. I'm just talking about like what Turlet? people know, you know. Turlittle. Tur- if you're in a loud venue and you got a whiz and you just hold your hand in front of your crotch and you shake it downwards, everyone's like, oh yeah, that dude's going to whiz.
2: Man, if someone did that to me, I'd be like, what?
3: Maybe what? it's only for people with wieners. Who I've yeah, never, say, like, I've I never have, done I that. Have I've never seen it. No, if break, I did this, hold on. I'll brain's show the you. only one that does it.
1: Did you understand that?
4: I mean, then, yeah, you're totally then, gonna go. And then they come with you. Well, and so you're like, we're going You, wait, no, it's out. Not like you that. did.
1: You did the hit motion in front of your crotch, but then you pointed behind you. That's where the bathroom is. And that's, that's where all, the bathroom that's is. That's all you gotta do is point behind you. The bathroom I've been a wasting though.
3: all
0: this time yeah, shaking like, my dick. In, yeah. People are thinking you're gonna go crank one out in the bathroom.
1: If we're at a show and you just walk away, I assume you're taking a piss or getting, getting a beer. Or both,
3: which is great. Yeah, because if you're getting a beer. Then you, like, do you need one? But if you are going to whiz, you That's don't. complex. All right, whatever. Yeah, if
1: you go like, I'm going this way, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, me too. And then you leave, and I don't come. And you're like, what the hell? And I was like, I thought you were getting us beers. And you're like, no, I was taking a piss. I'm like, why didn't you tell me you were taking a
0: piss? You said you were getting a beer. Usually what I do is I whiz in the, the empty beer bottle. And then I put that on the bar, and then get a new one. Is beer. that
2: what Jimmy was drinking when he found that warm beer in the back?
3: Oh shit! He doesn't have a discerning palate. He's just a pelican. It all—that's
2: takes- why they call him
4: Jimmy Piss.
3: I mean, all the time,
0: someone has said, "You know, all oh, this beer tastes like piss." It's not because it's bad beer. It's just not beer. All right. All right this means this, Grungo the was do in the, town. Do the
4: push the down motion, and then an alley. All right. What okay. would
0: a pelican do,
3: though? Because technically, it doesn't really pee
0: or poop.
4: What's that combo
2: move?
3: So birds, I think, don't have... They don't understand the importance of the social interaction, and they just <laughs> shit on your shoes. You know what I mean? Have you looked at my barstool? Yeah. See what <laughs> I mean? You said that you,
2: you poop and checkerboard, and your shoes are checkerboard. Like, now it's all making sense.
1: I just kind of <laughs> flutter down the alley and
3: let it go. I mean, there's no... We could use this to our advantage later. Yeah. All right. Who are the people that are trying to talk to
2: us? I gesture to the dwarf outside of that place. Yeah,
1: Flo is talking to this fine forged weaponry. Magrin's fine forged weaponry lady.
2: All right. I know um, how to spell in sign language and a few other choice symbols. But that's about it. Not helpful. But I spell my name to her and see if she spells her name back to me. But probably it's going to be different because she's a dwarf. Yeah, she just shrugs at you. Yeah.
0: I look at her and I just put my hand down near my crotch and I do the weird little gesture with a shake.
1: Also, you guys see a bunch of like fully armored dwarves running toward the giant open gate thing as it begins to close slowly. That's within sight from where you guys are.
3: I'm sure they're just shutting down the city so that no one else can get in or out. But I don't think the person's leaving. It's probably someone who hates rock and roll shutting down our show cuz we're too good.
2: Yeah. But it's not boar cuz he looked confused.
3: No, he's a stu- he's a he would never break the law. You know what I mean? Like he's a he's he's for order, you know.
2: I don't know this, but maybe Flo knows this. You know how some races are better suited for some classes? I thought
1: Grondor was going to stop some you mid-sentence race. there.
2: Uh, I don't know if that's really true actually cuz I don't know too much about D&D. But are some races better suited to some classes or no? Kind of. Like in general?
1: It's really just kind of a trend and not really like.
2: Okay. Well, I just, I was going to say maybe looking around for a wizard school since we've encountered that before, or looking around for someone who is into magic would be a good idea because this is clearly a spell cast upon the entire town and not just the small area that usually it would have been cast on.
3: Yeah, I'd say we check out these shops that had names and then, um, find out more information about the town through that let's pick someone who's like a front man and have them talk to communicate with someone who makes weapons or something okay and nominate flow
2: well since i'm already waving to this dwarf i go in to the shop and i look around what do i see i got a one
0: i follow her and i look around
1: it's a it's a shop there's like no people in it uh seems like most of the people have left the streets Probably they went home and stuff like that. But uh, for some reason, the shop remained open. But the the store has, like, weapon racks. There are all kinds of weapons around. They're, like, mostly, obviously, forged weapons. But, like, it's really all weapons. They just like to big up their uh, forged ones. But So there's, like, you know, a rack of really ornately crafted swords. There's, like, a whole thing of spears and pole arms and stuff. There's a rack of bows. There's a lot of weapons.
2: But I don't notice anything strange.
1: Axes. Lots of axes and hammers. Are they
4: enchanted weapons? Can I roll to know?
1: So without like detecting, you wouldn't know, but there's like um a case. So there's a bunch of weapons that are sitting out, but there are a bunch that are like locked in like a cage that like seem like they're more valuable. Some of the ones in there are like very ornate. There's where your gem encrusted gold plated axes are. Things like that.
2: Did the shopkeeper follow us in?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's still talking, but, like, you can't hear But she's kind of gesturing at things, like, you into buying anything? Or has that kind of vibe to what she's gesturing?
2: I'm really politely leading her on with smiles. Because I don't know how to say no. I'm going to try to
0: wander around behind her and, uh, stand in her blind spot.
1: She does, like, a pretty decent job of trying not to let people in her blind spot, but, like... I keep trying. You continue, and she continues to, uh, reposition herself. To affect the social geometry, nah, your continued persistence—I don't uh, stop—increases the. I will uh, not give up. Awkwardness of the situation.
4: <laughs> I kind of. I, I kinda, wink at her. I want to check out these ornate these ornate boys hanging. Can I? Can I do that?
1: Like, look at them?
4: Yeah, I want to look at them. Yeah? I want to know more. Can I do a a thing?
3: What kind of thing?
4: Perception or investigation?
3: You can just look at things. Oh. Emily has a tendency to just decide to roll perception for no reason. But you can just ask Ed, and he'll tell you when you need to roll. They okay. so just say, like, I want to look at those. I want
4: to look at those. Well, you know, I do, like, an eye thing. Like, I, you know, do this, and then i, I waddle I'm, I'm talking to you guys. Like, I yeah, waddle
0: over behind her check and these out. jump up on the one case, a little bit of poop comes out on the floor. Yo, let's start tossing weapons in the pelican's mouth. She kind
1: of makes some hand gestures that give you a kind of, like, what's this animal doing in here kind of awkward gestures. A lot of gestures. A lot of gestures.
4: I'm going to look at the, the, the gold
2: thing.
1: She points you at the pelican.
2: All right. I wave to Jimmy to come with me outside for a minute. I don't know if it's going to work.
1: I jump down off the case and follow her.
2: I'm just going to stand outside.
1: So she kind of shows you the weaponry. She leaves them in the cages. They're locked up. There's like half a dozen or so, like really, like extremely ornate uh, weapons. There's like a sword that has four like large gems that have uh Insignias carved into them. There's like a red, a blue, I start, like uh, a pink and a green one. Just like
0: touching one
1: and trying to pull the gem out. They're behind. Can, they're in a cage. You can't like touch can
4: them. Can I? Can I do crimes right now? Can I steal? Can I steal one? You can do can I cast? You can I cast some stuff?
0: The best bet is to commit murder and then theft, because then you can unlock the cages.
4: Am I missing something?
3: <laughs> no, no, you're not missing anything. Uh, yeah, I think they were all missing something. But
4: damn it. Okay, but you
3: can do that. It's just like
1: weird. So okay. It's just like gonna okay. get the town guard caught on you.
4: Oh, is this like killing a chicken and and like in Skyrim. It's like killing a person
3: like, ah. in life. You okay. Know
4: how, like, yeah, yeah. When you do um, that. It's a I guess I but don't want to. Do we friends. have we have
0: a disposal unit with us. We just cut the body up, shove it in the pelican. It comes out as a checkerboard.
1: Here we go. That boar dude is also in the shop with. We you.
0: gotta kill him too.
4: Can I, like, I don't know, pass this woman a sheet of paper and be like, why are you open? And write that on the paper. Because I want to know why the heck she's open and everybody else is closed. Why is this shop open? It's kind of weird. Oh,
1: sure, you could do that. She just writes on it, gotta make those dollars, son. All
0: right, I want to go check out what else is going on in town. Yeah, we need to figure out what's going on here. I did not expect this to turn into the fucking Little Mermaid. And uh, we need to find Ursula... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Real quick. Uh,
2: uh, yeah, we should look for tentacles.
3: What was that other? Nothing else is open. What about that so fine So you go woven back outside. Yeah, yeah, so
1: basically everyone's gone from the streets. The fine woven fabrics and the appraisal place are across the street. I wonder
3: if they accept
0: trade-ins at uh, fine woven fabrics. I could use some new fine clothes.
4: Fine clothes. <laughs> is it like a Plato's closet?
0: There's a dwarf standing in front of each one of those
1: two stores also, and their doors are still open.
3: All right, we go to the fine woven fabrics.
1: Finally. You walk up and he kinda of waves his hands at you and then he like points he like shakes his head and points his thumb behind you him and he's like ah. Uh, like Is he taking a whiz? He doesn't shake he doesn't shake the hand down, he just points the hand behind him. And he so he's his probably head. getting
3: beers. <laughs> yeah. You don't know I, I pull out
0: my uh <laughs> my stained slightly offensive uh fine clothes and I just kinda gesture and hold them out to him and like, point at something nicer and try to just, like, see if I can do the whole switcheroo.
1: He uh, does, like, the swipey the hand at the neck. Like, n- like nicks that concept.
0: I, I push the vine clothes Action. closer to him uh, like in his face.
1: Uh, he doesn't He doesn't seem like he wants to be near that smell very much.
0: I reluctantly give up.
1: He is wearing very nice clothes, obviously. Very...
4: What a dick.
1: They're, like, uh, very patterned, woven... It's like a poncho and then like
2: <laughs> nice poncho. a poncho. Nice poncho.
0: What's the nicest
3: poncho you've ever seen? <laughs> like those hippie ones? Checkerboard.
2: Oh. Is it lacy? Um. It
3: has a silk screen of a bow tie on the front. It's a, it's a tuxedo poncho.
0: Do they have any that look like a motorcycle jacket printed on them?
1: You don't know because you didn't go in. Oh, I thought
0: I went in and I tried to...
1: Oh, he's outside. He's outside, like looking around like... You know, like when the power goes out on like some business district street, everyone stands out in the street and like looks around like, like, what's going on? Like they can see the difference between the power being on and pan- being I on. I never
0: understood that because I'm always sneaking in the back while they're standing out front.
1: Yeah, I never understood it. And then like the first time we lost power here, I went and like stood out in the street. <laughs> and then I was like, uh now no, I get it, I guess.
2: Well, you want to see if it's not just you.
1: Yeah. And everyone else is out there looking around and like, yeah, oh, yeah, uh, everyone's standing out here. Yeah, me too. What else is uh, up the street? The uh, Arts Appraisal is the last one that's in this section until you go down either of the corridors.
3: Let's go down a corridor. These are just businesses. Yeah, the just, guy in front of Arts okay. Appraisal
1: has like, uh, those little glasses with like, the long stem on them for like, looking at jewelry. Oh, yeah, nice. He's got huge ears and he's bald, but he's got a really nice gray beard. I think that we can do And he has like a cane.
3: I think we can expedite this thing. I'm gonna point in my ears and then make like a looping pointing around me in the whole world thing and then shrug at him. And if he just shrugs back, I'll be like, All right, cool, he doesn't know.
1: Uh he he looks at you and he smiles and gives you the thumbs up and gives you like the like head back, relax, like yeah, like
3: like uh finally. Oh, he's got them big ears. Got yeah, them big ears. I think this guy's our mortal enemy. I give him some earplugs. He uh, looks at them strangely and then shrugs and accepts them. All right, and then I write on a piece of paper. Now you can cancel the silence spell. Uh, he does the snappy finger guns at you, but it's silent. I have an idea. We should
1: murder
0: this guy. I don't want to murder him. Okay, good.
4: Oh, are we trying to see if he can? I kind of want to see if he can hear. Why murder? Right, when like he can he's sell him the...
0: as a slave.
4: If he's the bad guy, he should be able to hear, right? So, like, can we do a thing where one of us talks to him, and then uh, I I go over and stand somewhere like behind him where we can't yeah. see, and then I do my piccolo hornoblasting.
1: So the hornoblasting has a command word you need to say to make it work.
4: Okay, can I like drop a book or something and see if he turns his head? You know, to, like, yeah, trick while him. he's looking somewhere else. Yeah, you could just like blow yeah, yeah.
3: the horn. Like so yeah, it's still a. This is uh, like a horn, right? But then once
4: in a yeah, while, yeah. Because I'm, I'm supposed to yell. I'm supposed to my mag- my thing.
3: Yeah. So like the one
1: in the book is like a horn, but you have like an actual like piccolo trumpet. What do you call it? What do we call yeah, it again? That's mm-hmm. what it's called. So like yeah, yeah. I mean, it still functions as a trumpet. It just also has a magical property that
3: if you say the right word, it makes a cone of blasting. Okay. So what's the outcome of this? Uh, her blowing her horn behind him while he's talking to me. So it doesn't make any sound, and he doesn't really notice
2: what's his proximity to the venue
3: they're all
1: pretty close so uh the venue's like around the corner but the four of those shops are like next to each other so he's probably well i said the street's pretty wide and he's across the street so he might be like 80 feet from the venue maybe all right let's check out these side corridors what lies down these corridors from where does this silence originate are the dungeons gangsters really getting back together Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour.
0: there, fuckers. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate it. Keep on clicking, keep on downloading. Hell, you don't even have to listen, just keep the downloads rolling in. It makes it look good on paper, at least. So uh, I'd like to let you know that some of us will be down at Super Mag Fest in, in D.C. from uh, January 3rd to the 6th, so if you, you can, come down and see us. We'd uh, love to hang out. Uh, maybe get into something a little bit debaucherous. And also, uh, New Year's coming up, so have a happy New Year. Some of us uh, on the podcast would wish you to play it safe and be responsible, but screw all that. Don't wrap it before you tap it. Drink to excess and just make the best out of life.